1: Welcome to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson, and I am so glad you're here. Today, we're joined by Amy Stark. In this episode, Amy helps connect the dots between science and energy, and we talk about how we can take our power back and create the health and life we want. Amy is an author, speaker, and teacher about personal transformation and the host of the Stark Transformation Show. For over a decade, Amy's been teaching others how to master their life and energy with the most cutting-edge tools and techniques. Amy has a degree in psychology, a master's in education, is a licensed massage therapist, and a biohacker at heart. She's a trained Reiki master, reconnective healer, EFT practitioner, and is known around the world for helping people create happier and healthier lives full of joy and purpose. Amy, welcome to the podcast. So thank you so much for being here with us. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So one of the first things I like to ask people, just to shake things up a little bit, is to share with the audience something that maybe people don't know about you. <laughs> wow. So I had a challenge. I know <laughs> it
2: because I'm kind of open about everything in my you life. Know. Well, you're the first to know because I was just talking about this, but yesterday I was coaching um, my son's soccer team because I, I played soccer for 25 years and I absolutely love it. And they're in second and third grade. And I had originally like six weeks, eight weeks ago, hurt my knees and they're finally healing. So I was really excited to play with them. So I played with them and I passed the ball to one of the kids and boom, my knee was hurting. And I was like, oh, I could feel the electrical energy running through my body. And I walked it off and I was like, okay, good. This is not a setback. But then I got into the car to go home and my car wouldn't start. And it's a, you know, one of those push button kind of things. And I was like, oh man. So I tried three times. It didn't work. I called my wife and I was like, does the key need a battery? Because it keeps saying key not detected. So I said to my son, I'm like, hang on, I got to clear my energy. And I said, I think I know why this is happening. So anyway, I cleared my energy and boom, the car started right after. And my son goes, what? And I was like, yep, uh, I had to clear my energy because I just had like this whole electrical surge that happened. And he's like, I could feel my feet being pulled to the the earth as you did that mom. So anyway, that's, that's something that only you knew just seconds ago. (laughs)
1: And now everybody knows, which is such a great segue. So those of you that just got a, oh my gosh, this is going to be a really woo-woo episode. Amy was a science teacher. So tell us, how did you get from being a science teacher? One of the things I am passionate about is having people connect science and energy. And you and I have talked about this before, but so how does somebody who's a science teacher and being an energy worker, energy healer for a living.
2: Yeah, it was completely an accident, probably, but divinely guided. I was actually really sick as a child and didn't really understand why I was always so sick. I had a twin sister who was always healthy, which was extra annoying. And by the time I got to be 18 years old and went off to school, I also was starting to understand this dynamic of like, I, I am my own person because I have a twin. And it was really shocking to me that I was my own person. So then it was like a whole new world to me. Like, what, what do I like? What, what are my preferences? <laughs> like, what do I want to do? And sure enough, I went and got my psychology degree. And then I was like, mm, I don't want to be a psychology you person. Know, uh, see people every day in an office and talk about their problems. And because it didn't feel like a complete process at the time. And so I was like, I'm going to be a science teacher because I really love science. So I jumped into the New York City public school system based on a like I was part of a program that was called the New York city teaching fellows, where they were trying to find people outside of the traditional road to to being a teacher. And I, one of the most dangerous schools in probably the whole country. And I, they were like, teach us science. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is scary. So I I was thrown in there with basically no tools. Like they like literally didn't tell me how to deal with these kids. These are kids had like parole officers and, you know, in and out of jail. They they were kicked out of, every school in New York city. I mean, and they threatened my life very often. They came in through 20 minutes of screening. Like, you know, when you're going through the airport, like they checked their shoes, their mouth, their hats, their everything, their bags. So it was like a legit scary situation every day, but I was supposed to be getting my master's degree paid for. So there's the, the, the benefit for that. But after, what was it? I think four years, I was super stressed out. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I just... I'm, I fear for my life all the time. It got better after the first year because I started to really understand the kids, jive with the kids. they trusted me more. A lot of time, you know, there was rumors that were going around that I was a cop, which sort of protected me. <laughs> So I I didn't really squash that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, kind of. But then also they thought I had a black belt, which somebody started around the school and I let them believe that as well. But, you know, it was interesting. I really got attuned to energy because I could tell when the students would walk in, if it was going to be a good class or not. I also, of course, my spidey senses were always going because these kids were just, you know, very dangerous, really. And uh, after four years of that, though, my whole nervous system was so whacked out that I I had to leave teaching. And uh, just by chance, one of my friends had mentioned meditation and i started meditating and i loved it because i felt so good and then i had the problem of like being like oh my gosh these are my thoughts like i can't believe i didn't even realize these are my thoughts so then i started working through my thoughts and sure enough i wound up meditating for about two hours per day every single day for two years and then of course i've, I've done meditation a lot since then but that that was really transformational it was really i want, i don't want to say regimented because i don't that's not who I am really but it was it was because I loved it it was 2 hours every single day for two years and and I I just expanded in ways that I didn't expect so I could share about how weird things got <laughs> um, after that but you know I was a science teacher and I was teaching about biology and and then when I started seeing energy and feeling energy and getting to this new level of meditation and I had been sick my whole life and I started feeling better. And I was like, why isn't this talked about? Like, where's the science in all this? So that's when I went on my journey or rabbit hole of figuring out, you know, what is the science behind energy or energy
1: healing? Wow, that is amazing. And I can only imagine after, you know, living day in and day out in, you know, fight or flight to find meditation, It, it just had to be such a, obviously it was impactful, but such a noticeable difference of like, wow, this is what a parasympathetic state feels like. <laughs> totally. I was, not only was I like in this dangerous school,
2: but I also was getting my master's degree. I had a second job. I was living in New York city. I was 22 years old. I was at the fast go, 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 go pace, you know, and it was yeah. kind of like, oh, and I was coming out of the closet too. So it was like a lot all in <laughs> <Yeah>, my plate. <laughs> I was trying to figure stuff out and it was just so much on my plate, but yeah, it, like you said, it was such a stark contrast. That's my last name to what was happening prior to that. Like when I sat in meditation, I was like, wow, this is how good you can feel. I also grew up with six kids in my house. So chaos was what was natural to me. Right. So it wasn't so weird, you know, going into New York city and having all these things um, going on. But when I find it, found out what you could really experience and have, I was hooked.
1: So, I know because I, I we've spoken before, we share the view that we actually do hold the power to you know create our reality, to improve our health, to you know all of it. You mentioned that you were meditating two hours a day for a couple mm-hmm. of years, and and I know meditation was a really key piece of your journey. Do you think people have to meditate two hours a day? No, no.
2: I mean, the level in which I work um, with people is is why I was on that journey. You know, now I understand, right. but I, I mean, seven minutes a day is all you really need. I think it's seven minutes a day is really all that's recommended. And maybe even twice a day. I mean, would be really great, sure. but what you're trying to do is really change your heart rate variability, which then gives you a more of a coherent field, which makes you more resilient and more able to handle stress and things like that. So there's many reasons why I love meditation, one of which is because it does change your heart rate variability, which is huge for your overall you know health. But also, like I said, I started hearing the thoughts that were going through my mind and the beliefs that I had. And how my my mo- I really didn't have control over my thoughts. Like they would pop in, and I'd be like off and running with like I have to go grocery shopping, and I need this, that, and the other thing. And then I'd be like, This is not what we're doing right now. You're not even in the grocery store. Like back it up, put that aside. So I got really good at like, bouncing back and forth. So like a thought would come in, and I would place it aside and say, Listen, we're just trying to calm down. Like let's hear our thoughts, let's channel some energy, let's see what happens. Like I had no, nobody talked to me about this. Like I, yeah. it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like I took a meditation course. So I, yeah. somebody just said, why don't you meditate? And I was like, I think I need music for that. So that's how I started. So yeah. I even said, just start with 15 minutes, Amy, on the
1: couch with coffee, if you have to. And that's what I did. Which is amazing. I commend you because I hear all the time, I'm sure you do too. One of the biggest resistances people have is you know, I hear I'm a bad meditator. I can't. I so can't. was I.
2: <laughs> we all are. That's the point. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> um, know? I think I want another cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I was one of those people too. And I would think, like, oh my gosh, if I'm making a shopping list, I'm doing it wrong and I'm not getting the value out of it. And and so the fact that you didn't have guidance. And just knew, like, just keep returning to it. Just stick with it. You're going to get the value is really amazing because yeah. so many people just give up and they're like, oh, I must be doing it wrong. I'm not going to do it.
2: Yeah. Uh, and it was only because I felt so good that I knew that it must be doing something for me. And I could tell you what really transformed my meditation and practice. Do you want to hear? Of course so- I So I was sitting there meditating and I thought of my twin sister, Sarah, and um, all of a sudden my eyes started to burn and I was like, that's weird. Uh, So I opened my eyes just to make sure I was okay. And I was, so then I was like, okay, let me close my eyes. And all of a sudden my eyes started burning again. And I was thinking of my sister, Sarah, cause she had just been in my head. Yeah. Like she had just popped in my head. So I was like, you know what? This is weird because my eyes are burning when my eyes are shut and, and they're fine when I'm open. So I called her up and I said, Hey, Sarah, how are you doing? And she goes, Oh, what did mom tell you? I have a double pink eye infection. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like that's what my eyes felt like. So then I was like, oh wow, this is a little strange. So the next day I was meditating and I thought of my dad. And sure enough, I my mouth started hurting and I called my mom and I was like, "Mom, you know, is dad okay?" You know, and she's like, "No, he's at the dentist right now. He bit down on a walnut last night and broke his tooth." And I was like, what is going on? This was two days in a row of very (laughs) intense feelings. So then I was like, how do I stop this? Because I don't want to be feeling like I have burning eyes or teeth hurting. I don't want to pick up on everybody else's pain. Exactly. (laughs) And so, but then I was like, this is something is happening here. We're all connected somehow. And all I'm doing is just thinking about them when it from a very calm state, obviously. And uh, so I had to really figure out what do I do with this? Like, is this a helpful thing? Like, is this something that I can
1: do something with for people? So, which the answer is a resounding yes. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so I know you have a lot of tools in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. I would love to dive in to EFT. I want to, I want our listeners to know what it is and how it works, why it works, the science behind it, all the things. Oh. Sure. So I resisted EFT for a while. So I will it's just caveat by
2: saying that that was the truth. I thought it was too hard. I thought it was goofy. But then I heard about the science. <laughs> so the science is what got me. Like it usually does. So when you do one hour of tapping, which is a long, you know, amount of tapping, you don't have to do an hour, you can do five minutes or anything you have, any time amount of time you have. But with one hour of tapping, the research says that 72 genes get turned on for healing. Which is amazing. So that's awesome. And there's a 37% decrease in cortisol levels. So when you lower your stress, obviously your body really benefits. So, and there's millions of other reasons that I could tell you, but it it really, what I love so much about it is how fast it transforms your mind and body. So it is something that you you can take anywhere and do at any time. So I teach kids, I teach adults. I use it myself when I feel like this is a situation in which I'm just feeling hijacked, you know, by my nervous system and I'm not thinking clearly. I want to show up better. Like for instance, I was coaching on last Saturday and right before that, I was trying to teach my mom, um, (laughs) how to use something that was electric, electronic, like, so it's (laughs) the next play (laughs) if if you, if you have a mom with that is not good with electronics, you'll understand. So she's yelling at me and I'm like, I'm just trying to help. And so anyway, so I walk away and I was like frustrated because I'm like, I was just trying to help. And, I have to go coach now. So I'm like, I got to get rid of this energy. So I started tapping and I felt a lot better. It's like, why am I, what exactly triggered me? You know, I went through all the different emotions of like, okay, I feel like I, I want to help and she's not listening. She's not hearing me, you know, is it that? And then, so I figured out what was the problem and was able to move past and then show up as a good coach, you know? And, and, and in fact, my son was even like, are you going to take this out on us? And I was like, how do you even know about that? Like, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm I'm going to really not, you know,
1: it's not fair if I do that. It remarkable. I, it's remarkable. I'm so excited for him because he's just knows all he's, of this already, you know? Yeah. He's
2: a cool little dude. Yeah, for it's, sure.
1: It's amazing. So you said an hour a day, you give us these amazing statistics that honestly, anybody listening to this, if they have autoimmunity or they're listening because someone they love does, it's a no brainer. I mean, what you just said is like, okay, you know, let's do it. Is it the kind of thing like a meditation practice where you can build up time because an hour a day, like that, that that's a lot for people right. who have no experience with tapping.
2: Right. The reason why I really like EFT over meditation, and if I had had EFT back, you know, 15 years ago, I would have probably wanted to start with that because meditation is hard and you do have to like sit there and just be totally bored with EFT. And sometimes, you know, if you've had really traumatic experiences, they can pop up, which, you know, is not great because you don't, you're not having a tool to clear it really necessarily if you haven't learned a lot. So EFT is really amazing for literally calming down the nervous system because of the nature of what you're doing. So EFT, by the way, stands for emotional freedom technique. So it's a body-based technique where you're talking about your feelings and you're sending a signal to your body that interrupts the pattern around that thought. So this is how real transformation happens because we can tell ourselves things until we're blue in the face. But if we don't believe them on a body level, then we're not going to be able to find them in our reality or move towards them or attract them into our lives because w- there's a resistance, right? So you could say, I feel like I'm good enough. And that's in your head. But if your body is like, well, you know, we're always exhausted and we never feel like we're good enough because we're always going till the ends of, you know, our <laughs> till we have it, we have nothing left. Right. So So we want to get the brain and the body on board, and this is one of the ways to get them on the same page. And then you become this really, really strong energetic magnet for the things that you want in the world. And it it literally is about changing the brain. So it starts with the brain and then it trickles down to the body and then the body becomes the attractor because it's much larger. So So that's all we can
1: do? (laughs) <laughs> well, I know. Right. It's like uh, I that's all why laws, I love it. like heal and, and move through, but then we also can become this magnet for what we want to be bringing in. Yeah. So. Like, like I said, I was really sick
2: growing up. I mean, I'm talking like in and out of doctor's offices all the time and learning that I was an energetic being has made all the difference in the world. I just starting even back when I was, I think I was 27, when I took my first energy healing class, I remember the day that I took the first class I began choosing things differently because Mm. my body had cleared some of the programming and some of the reasons for why I chose things that weren't of the vibration that I wanted to be at. So, like, you know, sugar or sodas or things like that that are lower vibration may be a match for you at one point, but then when you start to do the work, you just naturally don't choose anymore. I literally was shocked. I walked into a, a bakery and I was like, Normally I would on a, on a weekend. Yeah. I was like, I can choose anything. This is like, great. I, you know, I can go for the sugary thing. I can go for the, whatever. And then I was like, but that salad is all I want right now. And I noticed that dramatic shift. And then at that time I was drinking Diet Coke that just stopped happening. I thought I'll never be able to give that up. And it was just so easy to give it up because I had raised my vibration. I had changed who I was at a cellular level, at a, you know, body and mind level. And it just has continued throughout the last 16 years, you know, where we are, we really need to figure out a way to um, shift our mindset so that we can start to see the, the, the things that are going to support us rather than what we might be afraid of. And that's what, EFT does. So it shifts what's called the reticular activating system. So you literally see the things in your reality that are, are in alignment with your highest self. So if people talk about this all the time. It's like, I decided to have a white car. So then you see white cars everywhere. It's like, you're telling your brain to find white cars. Right. And so that's why they start showing up there. They've always been there. It's not like all of a sudden there was a surplus of white cars that came out, you know, and that's what we're doing. We want to. We want our body and brain. If we program it to find how we are good enough, it'll start to see, Oh yeah. Suze, Susan, my neighbor said, she can't, you know, Thank me enough for the things that I've done, and and Karen said that too, and but you know my kids said this, and my husband said that, or whatever. You start to be like, oh, <laughs> maybe I am doing good enough in this world, you know, maybe I am enough, and then that's how our reality changes. And then guess what? Your nervous system relaxes, and then you start to see how there's this like giving and receiving happening within the world rather than just over giving all the time. There's a lot of reasons why we do that, and I think um, the number one reason, and I hope. I wonder how you feel about this. The number one reason why I think people have autoimmunity is because they're energetically sensitive and they have other people's energy in their space. And they feel like they have to do the things for that person in order to get them out of their space. They don't realize they're doing that. that They're not, they're doing something to get them out of their space, but that's what they're doing, but you can actually remove them from your space without actually having to do the thing that they want you to do. So because we are so energetically sensitive when we're sick, people's energy get in our space and hijack our nervous system and make us feel like we have to put out fires everywhere. And we're like, what happened to me? (laughs) We're like 30 years in and that's where I was basically. I was 26 at the time, but I was like, I wanted to kill myself. I literally had had enough. I thought I checked all the boxes. I thought I was, you know, doing the right things. I was serving the community I was a good daughter. I was a good friend. I was everything. And then I was like, I feel like crap the all the nothing, time. Yeah.
1: Nothing left for you. There's no, and, I,
2: yep. And I was so yep. sick. I was as sick as I'd ever been in my whole life. I was comp- always on antibiotics. And, and then all of a sudden I was like, I pulled back and I was like, all right, it's either you figure this out or you're not going to make it. And I did. I I started meditating because of it because that's when my friend said, you know, why don't you try meditation? I was like, well, at this point, I will try anything, even though it scared the living daylights out of me to sit down for 15 minutes. I'm like, Amy, that's ridiculous. She played soccer for for you know 20 (laughs) years, whatever. Like you get you you know pain, you know like commitment and things like that. It's not hard. So, but it really was challenging just to get over that hump. So I would say just for anybody, start with seven minutes or five minutes or two minutes even. It doesn't
1: matter as long as you build. And is that hour ultimately, like if that's the target we're going for, you know, could it be two half hour sessions or or are you really going for that one hour at a time?
2: For tapping, you're saying? Yeah. You know what? I really don't think you have to do an hour. That's (laughs) just what the research says. So I'm
1: that person that I'm like, oh, but I want to do that. Right. Like (laughs) those are amazing statistics and that research is amazing. So when you work with people and they're just starting tapping, how mm-hmm. how long, how often, how, you know, how long?
2: I think everybody's starting starting wherever they're starting. You know, I think okay. because a lot of times, especially with autoimmunity, you're going to have brain fog, right? Sure. So you might not be able to concentrate for an hour on one particular task, you know, which is tapping on the body and saying things and tuning in, and it takes a lot. So it, it is just about building up to, let's say, an hour of of... tapping because depending on who you are and what you want to accomplish, right? You can do an hour and you can do two hours or whatever you can do in the morning and the night. But uh, what you'll notice, first of all, is one, the more you do it, the easier it becomes, the faster you start to transform, the more you're like, oh, wow, I recognize this program. This is bs let me get rid of this <laughs> you know like i i literally at this point i've done thousands of eft sessions that if i am going through something in the moment i usually can say even though this is happening i deeply love and accept myself and boom i can i start yawning the energy i can feel the energy leaving i can feel i'm getting the reset so it's just a matter of practice and then you can really start to dive into the things that maybe have been plaguing you your whole life like patterns that you notice, like you always tracked, let's say a bad boyfriend or husband or whatever, or you don't ever get the job that you really want, or money has always been an issue. When you tap, I'm sure you've heard of this. Yeah, you've absolutely heard this, but the issues are in the tissues or the body keeps the score. Yes. And this is a way of accessing that information that's stored. So a lot of times, like I said, with autoimmunity, a lot of us have had our fight or flight on for a really long time. So we don't even remember the past. So, but our body does. And when we, when we use EFT, we tap on the body and that helps to access that energy that's stored that energy and information. And then it leaves the body, um, you know, so you can rewrite whatever you want and feel a particular way about something.
1: And that's what I was thinking about when you were explaining before, you know, we can say we're whatever in our head, but we do we have all this stuff stored in our tissues, stored in our cells and and our body holds that and so tapping right. is the way to release that.
2: Yeah, I mean in the new age community that it's obviously a huge topic when you talk about the law of attraction, but one of the reasons why the law of attraction can be so frustrating for people is because their energy is not matching what they were trying to bring in. And so like if you want that Corvette, but your body says, if I'm in that Corvette, I'm going to be embarrassed. People are going to look at me. I'm going to feel like I'm showboating, blah, blah, blah. Whatever the story is, it's not a match. So you can change that within your body by using EFT or something like that to change how your brain sees the world and any traumas that you might've had that might be stored that you may or may not remember. It's just, it is the perfect Tool for transforming your life, I think, because it is so easily done anywhere, anytime. And if you notice in the moment that you're being hijacked, like I was with my mom, and I've done this work for so many years, like. Sure. It is not easy to get me hijacked or upset, you know, and, and I'm on the
1: planet with the rest of us.
2: Exactly. I'm still a human. I
1: still have a mom yeah. that's
2: bad with electronics. So yeah. So I, I mean, I use it and then I'm done. Like I literally was from driving from our house to the soccer field and it was 15 minutes and I was already transformed in that time period.
1: Wonderful. Well, I know you said you would, you would take us through a little tapping sequence. give sure. us a taste. So would you mind doing that? Sure. So let's see if you're out there and you're listening
2: and you've been diagnosed with something, you can use that uh, because that can be traumatic hearing that you have a certain thing and you didn't want it, obviously. You can tap on just feeling frustrated. So a lot of times when we are sick and we don't know what's wrong with us, there's a lot of trauma that builds up because we're just feel lost. Uh, We feel unsupported by, let's say the medical community. So any one of these things you can tap on, but for right now we can do, even though I have this autoimmune disease, I keep hearing frustrated. Uh, I hear a lot of frustration, coming, energy coming in. So if you're uh, frustrated, let's tap on that. Love it. So specifically I'll say even the energy for frustration is around the eyes. And uh, so there's an inner eyebrow point uh, on both sides, and then there's an outer eyebrow point so if you know EFT inside and out, then there's uh, specific points that carry energy and information. So like I just said, frustration is on the inner eyebrow and outer eye, right on the corner of the eye. You can go there directly. And that's sort of like is a shortcut or a hack um, to hacking your energy field. We
1: love.
2: Right, right. <laughs> why sense. why continue to like, you know, mess around. So, so anyway, we'll just go there for right now. Okay. Um, let's go to the inner eyebrow. And we're going to tap and we're going to say, oh, by the way, we wanted for some people who are, yeah, two fingers you could do because uh, there's many reasons, but the science has shown that people who use their fingers, they're called sword fingers. These two together, a lot of light comes out of them, but
1: that's that's your index finger and your middle finger for those who can't see. Yes. Yep. But so for those of you who are
2: like a little skeptical or scientific or need some evidence, you can say on a scale of 0 to 10 how much is this bothering me? So you say 0, it's not at all. 10, it's bothering me a lot. I'm already starting to reset. I can feel my body resetting. So, we let's say it's a 9, okay, about your frustration around being diagnosed and not being able to find the diagnosis soon enough. So we'll talk about that. So we're going to say even though I have this diagnosis, this diagnosis. And it's been very frustrating. It's been very frustrating. Annoying. Annoying. Causing me anger.
1: Causing me anger.
2: I deeply love and accept myself.
1: I deeply love and accept myself.
2: Good. I like to take a deep breath in and out before I go to the next spot. So... Technically, since you seem like a rule follow- follower, seven times is what is recommended, but I am totally <laughs> I'm fine so with that. I'm you're pulled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so glad I'm what? Well,
1: I seem like a role follower.
2: Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you could do seven times, but I like to do whatever feels good, you know, and then move on to the next one. So the outside of the eye is the next spot we're going to go to. So I'm going to say, even though I feel really frustrated, I feel like the medical community let me down. I feel like my doctors let me down. I feel like I let me down. I deeply love and accept myself. That was a big one. Take a big deep breath in and out. And we're gonna go under the eye. So this is about control. So when we tap on this spot underneath the eye, there's actually a divot there. So you tap on there and you can say, even though I feel like my life has been out of control, I feel like I have no control over my body. Ooh, that was a big one. <laughs> um. I can feel what people feel in the audience. Even though we'll say that I want again, even though I feel like my body's out of control. It's not my own. I deeply love and accept myself. Good. Let's go underneath the nose. Oh, you're yawning. I love it. so you might find that you're going to start yawning because yawning is releasing unconscious energy and it's your fight or flight response coming off and your parasympathetic coming on. So that's where you rest, digest and heal.
1: Yes. I always yawning and eye watering for me when mm-hmm. I'm yep. energy work. I'm like, okay, yes, this is good. <laughs> this is working.
2: Good. This point underneath the nose. So it's where the frenulum, I think, is, is what it's called is. I was I'm like, I need to remember to say the right word,
1: but I don't know. I think that's I what it's frenulum, called. But that might be wrong. So under- I know. That's i I'm, used recently.
2: <laughs> I know. I probably should remember. So anyway, so underneath
1: the nose is
2: where those two lines are. There's a dot or uh, sorry, a point. And you, when you tap on it, it's helping to connect your mind and your body. So this one is like golden. So if you, if you don't touch on any other points, like if you don't have time, just go there and that's going to help to connect your mind and body. I really love this one. Yeah. I can
1: feel it vibrationally, like really feel it.
2: Yeah. It's really cool. When you get to the later stages of being able to tap, there's other things that you can do with that point that I teach, but for now, it's just great just to tap on and connect the mind and body. So let's see. Um, Even though I'm at, see, it seems like it's going down to an eight. I just checked in at the number. So if you're out there, your body's already starting to respond. The the frustration that you once had about the situation is starting to decrease. And that's going to be great for your overall health because it'll be just one less thing that you are triggered by. So take a deep breath in and out. Good. And then we're going to go under the lips. So this point is all about what you did not say (laughs) or what you wanted to say and didn't.
1: It's so directly connected, as you were talking about before, to autoimmunity. I really do, and especially thyroid and yeah.
2: Yep. And a lot of this has to do with the self-talk that we have. Sure. So that's one of the reasons why I think if you're if you're chronically ill meditation is really great cuz you find out what the thoughts are that are going through your head you can start to eliminate those but also by tapping we're going to release some of the stored trauma self-inflicted really and also what we've wanted to say to other people so like you know for instance we as women tend to not want to let people down so we say yes when we really mean no right or we people don't show up and we're mad right because for us and we're like, God, I, you know, I showed up for them when they were sick, or I took them, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're not showing up. So, this is all I can feel my jaw like feeling funny mm-hmm. um, from all of the energy that gets stored in there because you didn't say it and you wanted to. So, again, your body keeps the score, it keeps track of all that energy. So, it's important to release it. So we're going to move down to uh, K27. So it's on both sides of our chest, up, up by our clavicle bone. And these, I'm going to send, a, a, or I guess you're going to post the link for where they can get a picture of this diagram. Yes, so the so link will be
1: in the show notes through yeah, Amy's. Start
2: transformation slash EFT. That's where you can get a great little visual. So, so there's two points there. It might be sore. And you can either double tap or like with one, two hands or make a C and do one, you know, easy tap. It just depends on what you prefer. And we're going to say, so by the way, this is about fear. So kidney meridians around fear. So I fear that I'll never get better. Right. That's something that we all go through when we're sick. Right. Oh my gosh. How long is this going to last? Like. Am I going to ever feel better? Am I going to feel like me?
1: So even though. so many of us are told we will never get better when we receive a diagnosis? So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I am proof that that is not true. <laughs> Twice at least. As am I. <laughs> That's why we're here. Good. Yeah. We'll
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So even though I fear that I may never get better, it's too hard. It's too complicated. The doctors say I won't. I deeply love and accept myself. Ooh, do you feel that grief? There's a big weight that I just felt on my chest. So we're going we're gonna to go to the next spot, which is I like to tap. It's where your thymus is, but it's the center of your chest. So basically where you think that your heart is, but it's not actually. So we're going to tap right in the center. We're going to say, even though I feel all this grief around not knowing and maybe all the things I've missed out on already because of it, one. I deeply love and accept myself. So again, take a deep breath in and out and we'll go to the next point. And so this one, if you can reach across um, your chest and tap, then great. You can do that. But if you can't, the points are located where a bra line would be or a hands width down if you're, and it's on the left and the right side. So you might find them because they might be sore, but they're on the sides of your body. And this is where worry and anger are stored. So whatever you're worried about. So I'm worried that I'm going to miss my son's sixth birthday because I can't get out of bed, you know, whatever it might be. Worried that I won't be able to finish school, yeah. uh, something like that, if that's what you're doing. So even though I have all this worry, I deeply love and accept myself. Okay. I just felt like a whoosh down my back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm super sensitive. So there's another point. So it's on the underneath the pinky and you could do either hand. So it's just slightly on the fatty part below the, where the pinky meets the hand. So it's just right there. You'll probably be able to sense it or find it. We can talk about our heartbreak or grief around this. Maybe you have lost friends because of this. Maybe you feel lost. Maybe you feel like I couldn't accomplish the things that I wanted to accomplish because of this autoimmune disease. So just take a look at that grief that you might be carrying. Take another deep breath in and out. So we're going to check in with our number. So we're down at a seven slash six. So we're going to go up to the top of the head. And this is a spot that I don't know about you guys, but I get sometimes headaches right here. So there's a, there's a point right up there and it's where a lot of emotion can get stuck. So by tapping on it, you're actually helping to access that energy and to push it out. So we can say, even though I feel really overwhelmed with everything I'm going through, how I'm going to be able to take care of my kids, how I'm going to be able to put food on the table how I'm going to sleep tonight, you know, whatever it may be that you're going through that has to do with this diagnosis that you've received. You want to talk about how you might be feeling overwhelmed or emotional. So take a deep breath in and out. Even though that one dropped a lot, I'm feeling overwhelmed and emotional. I deeply love and accept myself. Take another deep breath in and out. So I just saw there that the number went from, I guess it was a six, seven down to a three, four. So what you do is you just keep tuning into the body and seeing where you feel this energy, or maybe you feel, oh, I feel that on my shoulders. You can call it out because that helps to really release it and give you more information about where you carry your stress. So especially like when we felt that, I felt that grief on the chest about Oh, was it over? I don't even remember now, but you know, when you feel those things like, Oh, my chest feels like it's getting tight or heavy. You can call that out and it helps to release it. And so that you don't keep carrying it there because it is sitting there. So EFT is great for helping you to release all that stuff that was in there and, um, and reset how you feel about it. So you, you might be like, you know what? I have this diagnosis, but that's Okay. I have so-and-so helping me. I have a program that I'm working on. I can show up each day. I can do the best that I can. You start to see the truth of what is really happening versus this maybe overwhelm or this uh, feeling of helplessness or that you've been disappointed. You don't, you don't want to really stay focused on that stuff. You wanna feel empowered. So we it really helps you to switch from feeling like a victim of your circumstances to feeling empowered, which is really everything. When it comes to life, (laughs) you want to feel empowered to create the life and the health that you want.
1: Wow. And, and yes, that's what it's all about is feeling empowered because as you know, and I know you're not, you aren't your diagnosis. You aren't your illness. You don't have to be stuck there. The body is remarkable. It can heal. It's designed to heal. And tapping is such a, we talked about hacks, you know, it is such a hack. Mm-hmm. to getting that body to that place where things can move out and it can heal. So I'm so grateful that you shared that exercise with us. Yeah, um,
2: you're welcome. If, if, if actually the people out there and even you, if you tune in now, just because we were talking, the body is still resetting and I can feel the number still going down to a two and then it's going down to almost a zero. So that's what you want. You just want to reset your nervous system
1: and then let the body do what it needs to do to heal. That's really simple. So we Mm -hmm. we can't heal when we're in that sympathetic state that most of us are in all the time, especially, you know, people struggling with their health. Um, Yeah. Such an amazing, amazing tool. I'm guessing this already is the answer to the question I'm going to ask next. But I always ask my guests, you know, what one step people can start taking today to reclaim their health would be. I would
2: say. What- being in the parasympathetic nervous system. I'll tell you why, because we have tools to get there, right? We could um, meditate, we could do EFT, we could watch a funny movie, we could get a hug from somebody. All those things are gonna help. I mean, as long as you like that person, all these things are gonna put you in the parasympathetic nervous system. And when you're in the parasympathetic nervous system, that is your chance to rest, digest, and heal. And I think a lot of people who are on this healing journey They try a lot of different things and maybe they don't work out and then they think there's something wrong with them or they think that they didn't do it right or something. But the reason why I am so passionate about teaching people to get into this parasympathetic nervous system is because everything else you do is impacted. So you are able, when you buy the really fancy supplements and you take them, your body can receive them if you're in, yeah, they work. (laughs) Your body can assimilate the nutrients. You know, same thing if you do an organic diet and then your body can actually get the benefits from that. And and it, it just expands to everywhere else. You start to see the world differently. And then you start to realize the truth and you start to feel more connected with people. And that's why we're here. When we have autoimmune disease, generally speaking, I see a lot of people retreat into their homes because of this whole being sensitive to other people's energy. And we are here to connect. And so that actually makes the situation worse. What we, all we need to do is just learn how to clear our energy and get a stronger energetic field, and then we can be around other people and not feel like we need to fix their problems or do the things that they need to have done. We can focus on ourselves and just become a stronger energetic version of ourselves, and then we can choose to do the things. It's not like we're going to all of a sudden become these selfish people. (laughs) We we are designed to be giving back, right? So it'll just have a different feel to it. It's like a feeling of, I want to do this because I can, I have the energy for it rather than
1: giving out of resentment, which then spirals us out. And empties our cup. So, and, right, and getting into that parasympathetic state is where we fill the cup as well. We could yep. have a whole nother <laughs> an hour. Could talk, I could talk forever. <laughs> all the things that can happen and heal and improve in the parasympathetic state, but it is ne- it's completely necessary for healing. And so, I'm really grateful you shared the tapping technique with us today, because as you said, whether it's meditation, tapping, or any other Way you access that state. Like, that's the key. I always say to people, it's the thing you'll do, right? Like, right,
2: whatever it is, walking.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, you know, and I, I'm a big fan of hugging my, and a lot of my clients get, you know, comedy for homework. Like we have to get into this state. I know. And they think it's, they're like, really, you're a health coach. You want me to watch Netflix? And I'm like, yeah, if you're laughing, yes. Like this is, yes. Like, yeah. There's so. so
2: much research behind it. And, <sighs> and just because it's so simple, we kind of discredit it, right. but it, it's, it does work. <laughs> There's does. lots of evidence that it does. It does. It does.
1: Yeah. It does. Thank you so much, not only for being here, but for sharing that exercise with us. I know we mentioned the, the the links will be in the show notes as well, but where can people find you and find out more about you as well?
2: Sure. Uh, I also have a podcast. So I have a, the Stark Transformation Show and uh, people can find out more about me there. And, oh, thank you. I interviewed, actually, I, was inter- I interviewed you. You were on nice. it. And so I interview people about their transformation because it's the Stark Transformation show. But we also talk about tools and tips of how, and mindsets of how to handle life. And and then also I have a website. It's called starktransformation.com. And you can find me on social media under Stark Transformation. Everything's all under Stark
1: Transformation, really. So Perfect. that's where you can find me. I'll link all of it in the notes as well thank you so very much. And you're I welcome. Just so excited to watch your son grow. <laughs> just, he's going to be the most incredible human because he has his, really his cool. life. It's, it's, fantastic. yeah,
2: we talk about energy and he knows about it and he knows that I do the podcast. He knows that I help people to heal. So it's, it's pretty it's fun to gift. So thank you for sharing the gift with us.
0: You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guest. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time, this is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.